Hello and welcome to Seniority. This is the first episode and today we've got Mrs. Blackington to interview. So we're going to start with some of the basics. So when and where were you born? I was born in El Centro, California, and that was in 1942. Um, And so did you have any siblings growing up? Kind of walk me through your childhood. I was an only child for about 10 years. And then my mom had another baby. And that's so there's only the two of us. My brother is 11 years younger. Did you have anything that important that influenced you as a child or teenager? As a child or teenager, well, I just remember, you know, things like Christmas getting, we moved to San Diego, actually, when I was two. So I don't, I didn't remember growing up in El Centro, but we went there for all of our uh, holidays, mainly for my mother was one of ten children, and <laughs> and uh, so I had a lot of aunts and uncles in El Centro. Did they both grow up in El Centro, or did they come they to did. El Centro? Okay. They both grew up. My mom lived out on a farm with uh, her. She was the youngest. She was the youngest girl. Out of and there's six oh, girls ten? and three boys. Okay, so like nine <laughs> yeah. total. Right. And um, though all my aunts, they, uh, I remember them. We'd always have our Thanksgivings with them down there. And then my dad and a, a lot of the uh, friends would go hunting. Hunting is a big thing mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, for pheasant and some other kind of birds certain times of the year and uh, we did a lot with people that came up they had some very close friends my mother had three girlfriends that they're the ones that took her to church when she was young and uh, those friends and the husbands stayed very close with my mom and dad through all my childhood and they would always come up to the beach during the summer for about two or three weeks and so we would go up and visit with them and anytime we went to El Centro and we'd be staying at their house a lot and or sometimes at my and uncles. So that was really special though to my mom and to me that she had these girlfriends from high school uh, or even younger that uh, she got to know them and their families and that's how she got interested in church and then uh, she always stayed interested in church even when they moved to San Diego they got a church right away. And then. So then growing up and kind of going out to El Centro with some of the farms out there do you guys spend a lot of time on the farm and kind of doing some of that yes, farm work? Yes we did and in the summer I would go down and stay with some of those friends because there were three girls and a couple of boys in those two families. And so the girls would hang out together. But a lot of times we'd, I would go down there and stay a week or two uh, and we would go out. And uh, when they have the farms, they also have waterways that are, uh, and every farm has to have water to grow things. So there's uh, all these ditches that are full of water and we would go and run around in the ditches and things. Cool off during the summer. Yeah. 
right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah had a lot of fun. Kind of had almost like the Midwest growing up experience, except yes, just in yes. El Centro instead. I was trying to think of the animals they had. They mainly had, uh, they didn't have animals, but my mom did. Uh, when she was growing up, they had uh, some animals and also uh, growing food or food for animals, different things that they grow. And so and I wonder if that kind of influenced somewhat when you guys moved out here and... You guys have lots of animals now, too, and so... <laughs> You're right. I wonder if some of that kind of... We all did kind of like animals. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So kind of with your parents, what is kind of their general story or influence that my really happens? Well, my father got a job over here, and it was with the city. He worked for them for 30-some years, and he was a very good worker, and he did a lot of overtime. It was mainly working with all the water systems huh. in uh, San Diego. And, uh, so when they came from El Centro, San Diego, yes. it was to work mm-hmm. on water systems? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then your mom, what was kind of her path? Oh, she always worked in uh, different offices, and she worked mostly with uh, books. Okay, so kind the, of like administrative assistant, accountant type. Yes, right, like an accountant. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, and s- so she worked this last store, the music store, uh, for as long as I could remember until after uh, after we got married, kind of about then. That she quit work for a while, and then after my dad passed, she went back to working for doctors' uh, offices and were doing the office work there. Uh-huh. And so then, did you you went to high school in San Diego? Then I went to uh, all my schooling was in San Diego. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And yes. then, did you end up going to college, or did you pursue a different life path? Um, I basically went to a, a Christian college in LA for I think a year and a half, and then I came home. And I went to a uh, dental school for uh, learning, uh, being an assistant. And so then I worked, um, oh, for about six or eight years for two different dentists. Oh, I didn't know that. In some ways, you've kind of been influenced in some of your job paths by kind of what your mom did. Well, yes, I can think so. Yes, that's true. That's true. What did you major in when you went to the Christian college? Uh, mainly it was Bible, just different oh, uh, parts of the Bible. And then you switched to dentistry. Right. What made you switch? Um, I really wanted to work, and I wanted to make sure what, uh, what to do. And some way that made me want to do that. I kind of wish my parents would have talked more about um, going to college and to junior college and maybe becoming a, a, a teacher I, because that's what I ended up loving and doing a lot. So then did you end up, after those six to eight years of working for a dentist, then did you switch to becoming a teacher? I had taught Sunday school uh-huh. for um, twos and threes for 20 years. Wow. But uh, I also worked at the uh, children's school. Oh, like the, the preschool? Day- yes, at okay. the preschool um, for about three years. Huh. So were you a preschool teacher or more in an administrative I, uh, role? I took some classes at that time and they let me be a teacher, not just an assistant. So then did you end up liking that a lot more than the dental I did. I really did like that. 
<laughs> so you're still dealing with about the same age group of twos to threes? Yes, I did. And so then, was that kind of the career that you stuck with for most of the rest? Yes, it was. It was. Uh, after our kids were in uh, high school, I started working at uh, La Mesa District as a, a teacher's aide. And so then, I that was more just helping the teacher in the classroom? Uh, yes, but uh, it was also a special ed class oh. that I got to work for. And I worked full time and I did that for 10 years. Did you like that more than the, being a preschool teacher or is it less? Mm, I really liked both things. Okay. Uh, being full time teacher, then I was making more money and that helped with our insurance. So then, was there a major turning point in your life? So that could be more of a personal event or like a world event that kind of just changed everything? I remember a lot of happy times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, I actually worked when I was in high school at my mother's where she worked, which was the San Diego Music uh, Store downtown in San Diego. And uh, in those days, we basically took a... Um, a bus and uh, I would ride the bus and then I would go home with her that was for several years <laughs> and um, and where did that fit in with the timeline was that after the TA teacher's aid at the elementary school or no was that... actually that was my first job okay I just kind of remembered <laughs> the first job and um, I just worked in the office but it was lots of fun and I worked maybe um two or three evenings a week. Okay. Is this while you were still in high school? Yes. Or, okay. mm -hmm. yes. So you started out with music, then went to dental, and then went to preschool teacher, to then going to teacher admit, er, help at the elementary school and special aid. Yes. And stuff. Mm -hmm. Did you have a key turning point? A turning point for what I like to do. Or just in general <laughs> in your life, uh, whether that's... Cause well, I would think the most severe uh, and big thing that changed our life was we were building a house, this, this house. And I was helping at the school, high school, because the girls were in marching band. And so I took on a position there, which is just a voluntary position of taking care with all the uniforms with some other mothers and, uh, and being responsible for their trips that when they would go on a trip. And they did a lot of competition. And then they also, we went to uh, another uh, city. At that time when the girls were in high school, uh, I did have a problem with I fainted and uh, had a brain aneurysm. Okay. It, we had to, they had to run to the hospital, and I remember all that, going to the hospital, but then I didn't remember too much. But uh, they didn't know if it was uh, going to need surgery or not until they did some x-ray. And at that time, they found out that the bleeding was outside of the brain, and so it wasn't doing any damage inside the brain. And so a huge it, blessing. Yes, it was. That, um, it took, um, they didn't need to do surgery but they had to keep me in the hospital for quite a few days when that happened that you have blood in your brain it, the way that it uh, takes care of itself is it goes down your spine that blood is getting out of the body so it goes down your spine and so at that time I felt like I couldn't walk or move or it was just everything was very swollen yeah. and uh, it was very difficult uh, it caused a lot of pain in my uh, back and, and so then how long did it take you to recover oh it took like 
uh, two months. Wow. Yeah, it would, took a long time. But we were so thankful that God was with us and that it was something that would get better. And it did not bother me uh, once I got better. And you've probably lived through a lot of more major moments between the JFK assassination, how that kind of rocked the world, to even 9-11. Yes, yes. Is there a specific world event that they really impacted you? And can you kind of tell the story around that? I do remember when Kennedy was shot and it, I was working at the dental office with my doctor and his son uh, was also a dentist and uh, we heard it on the radio that uh, that he had been shot and he was at the hospital. So that was very scary and very severe for our country Yeah. and for the president to be shot and killed and uh, it, it was a very sad time for all the country to recover from that. So is there anything else kind of with your general life story that really shaped you into the person that you are today? Um, well, I think knowing uh, God and knowing the Bible and, and going to Bible studies and having uh, friends that were Christian made a big difference for us. My husband was is and was always a believer and uh, I actually remember I, I grew up in church and Sunday school too. Um, uh, my mom and dad, we always went to church. We were very involved. And actually, I remember teaching the twos and threes at that age when I was in um, junior high almost, just a kind of junior high with one of my best girlfriends. And we did that for a number of years, and that was fun. But um, I guess that's when I really knew I liked to be around kids. <laughs> Is there a specific friend that you have like, followed through a lot of years and have any? That is my girl friend uh, Jeannie, uh, Jeannie Maxwell, and she and her family moved to California because they had some other friends that were moving here, and they all came from um, uh, Texas, I believe it was, and I still keep in touch with her today. Oh, fun. I really do. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. So did you go to school with her? Was that kind of... Yes, we, we had a couple of years where we went to school, and uh, that was more in junior high. And then uh, she was going to go to uh, Hoover High, and I, because of where I live, I got to go to Crawford High School. Mm -hmm. So then you guys split for high school, but still yes. kept friends. Oh, yes, yes. Did you guys go to any of the same college at the same time, or was no, it more just outside of school? Just, just outside of school, and um, actually she got married, and her husband was washed over into the water and was lost at sea. And she was young. She was maybe uh, 18. I believe she was. And, uh, and so she had a little baby and she lived with her mom and dad here in California. But then during one summer, I was working at um, J.C. Penney's and her mother worked at J.C. Penney's. And there was a young man that Jeannie got introduced to and she married him, Jim. And they have been married for 40 years now. Wow. Yeah. So and you guys still keep in touch and still get... We do. Does she still we live do. in town? No, she lives back east. Okay. In, um, oh, I can't think of the name of it. Okay. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest piece of advice for someone earlier on in the path of life? So maybe like my age, being a senior in high school, or someone just earlier on. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest thing? That... Biggest piece of advice, biggest thing you learned, oh, yes, anything like right. that? Um, I really wish that I would have been encouraged to go to uh, college, uh, looking back on it, that um, that was okay. I happened to meet my husband at church, and he's been a very good provider, so... <laughs> And then I wanted to stay home anyway when we had children, so we had the three daughters. And uh, and then after they had grown up, then I was able to go back to doing some work 
That's when I went back and I worked at the school district. Oh, and I always kind of forget, what's the age gap between the three? It's only um, two years. And between the, each set? No. Oh, and sorry. then the second set where um, it was like three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they so weren't all in... they very close together. But they weren't all in high school at the same time? Two of them were. Two of them at a time? Yes. Okay. I think all of them were. I think Doreen was a senior and Eileen was a freshman. Oh, okay. So they had one year all together. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some way, the way their birthdays fell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest joy or just happy moment, however you would want to frame it, of, or at least one of them. I think it's a lot right. of pressure to pick the biggest, <laughs> but if you can at least pick one of them that you Right, yeah. Um, looking back, some, I'm getting a little forgetful, and sometimes I kind of forget things. One thing that was really a highlight was taking, my mother was when she became a widow and lived in San Diego here. My husband and I took her and the three daughters on an airplane to Washington, D.C., And it was really a fun time. We had a great time together. And we've done that a few times, like up into L.A., doing different things. We went up there to see the um, play of, uh, I can't think of it right now, but one of the main plays Uh at the theater at Music Hall. That sounds like a lot of fun, especially with... (laughs) It was. Especially with your group. Um, You can take this question however you would like to. Okay. But what would, if you had to pick one thing to be the secret to life? Always believing and trusting in God is the best thing. And for some people, it's hard, but you just have to still be a human and working and helping and having your family. But you have to be honoring to God and make sure that God is a part of your life and try and teach your children to uh, to trust in Him. Because the whole thing of this is that we get to get some stories. And so if you've got any really good stories that you'd like to tell. (laughs) I think the biggest story was that when we were um, getting ready to move here. From El Centro or from? Oh, no. Oh, it's like this house. Yes, right at this house. It was just a lot of fun building the house. Yeah. And my husband had a lot to do with it. And the people that worked for him were um, good about helping do this, too. So then you designed it from scratch, right? Yes, yes. So you go through the whole process of taking this plot of land and figuring out what you want to do with it? Yes. He did have a very well-known man that was a builder. He mostly built churches. And so my husband really liked the churches that he had built, which some are in San Diego. Some are in um, Escondido. And he always liked those churches where they had pipe organs because he took care of pipe organs so he got to see them quite a lot. And so all the uh, churches always had lots of brickwork and uh, he, he was just a very good uh, gentleman that knew how to uh, do the drawings and, and plan, it, plan it. But we did get to say what we thought should be here or there. And yeah. Little thing. And uh, we didn't know if he would really want to do this for us and uh, if it would be uh, uh, special for him too and he did he he really wanted to do it and uh, because Lyle really liked the way he did his plans and the things that he uh, knew how to draw and, and get prepared and all. but it did take us two years this was the other funny thing my husband has a shop in El Cajon and we all lived there for two years 
<laughs> inside this shop yeah. where maybe he usually had four or five people that worked for him. So there was a lot of sawing and drilling and noise and things going on. <laughs> and, and except on Saturdays, usually those days, nobody was working Saturdays and Sundays. And so my mom lived only about two miles away from there. And so the girls would walk down to my mom's house from Grossmont High School, or we would pick them up and things like that. But that was quite an ordeal when they wanted to be at grandma's house or at our house, and we survived that. And everybody thought that was very funny. We even had a group of people come from our Sunday school class. Different people went to different homes, and we invited, there was a group of people that came to our, they called it the thing. (laughs) They lived in the thing. (laughs) And we did living, and uh, because they didn't know what to call it. But we had set up a big table, and we decorated for Christmas, and all the people came, and they thought that was so much fun. She moved from the thing to the compound. That's right. That's right. Good for you. Yes, we do from from the thing to the compound. With your husband getting into the pipe organs and kind of that, has he always been into that since you've known him? Since he was 11. Wow. So did his dad do it? Is is it like a family thing? No. Uh, He, his parents were very musical. They played a violin and a flute. And uh, they would take him to Balboa Park where the organ was played, the pipe organ. And that has been there for they had their 50th anniversary just or 54th anniversary just this last week mm-hmm. and uh, so that pipe organ was there and he just was so amazed when he walked into the pipe organ the gentleman that worked there and that took care of the organ gave him a uh, tour of what all was there and it was just so fantastic to him that you could walk into the blower that's that makes the air go that's underneath <laughs> the building and uh, see all the little parts moving and uh, it's the only place you can do that I think <laughs> where it's the big and pipe organ. For that maintenance guy to take the time with an 11 year old to yes, show him right. and then exactly. he's able to go on and and so he, he step, kept going down and visiting and just seeing and hearing it. And then uh, Mr. Dowling asked him to work for him. And so he did that. And that was then uh, high school, uh-huh. high school year. And he helped a lot in those days. And uh, and then when right before we got married, he actually uh, had to go to L.A. a lot and San Diego helping take care of the organs. But then uh, when Mr. Dowling got a little bit incapacitated, Lyle took over the business that family were so kind to him. He's really like a second father to him hmm. and, uh, because he was with them so much. But he, my husband was also a only child. Okay. But he was very close with his parents and uh, and they were the ones that said, would you like to build your house here? Because they parents? owned, his parents owned uh-huh. the house that was on that property and so they gave us the property here. So that was a big help too for us to have them be so generous. Yeah, and so then you can build a house and then <laughs> right. have it yes. expand to include so many other that's of your right. kids too. Yes, right. right. That's cool. <laughs> so he, that's all he's ever done. That is, is, well, he worked for a while at a um, bakery huh. and just recently he's decided he wants to make bread almost every other day. <laughs> really? <laughs> 
so he's been having fun doing that. And because uh, he's in retirement now. Yeah. Himself. Oh, so he actually has fully backed off of doing the organs? Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I remember hearing about whether he was going to or not for <laughs> the past couple of years. Oh, that's so. true. He still keeps the books and uh, at the office. And he has built himself probably 15 different pipe organs, mostly for California. But one is in Minnesota and uh, at a Christian college. He happened to know the people there. Fun. <laughs> so that was fun, too. So he does he play the pipe organ, too? Uh, he can play piano and organ, uh-huh. but he, his real love was building them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you get into music much then, or not really? Well, I had taken a lot of piano lessons since my mother worked at the music store. Oh, that's right. I, forgot. I remember riding the bus going down there. And um, I did go with him quite a bit because he needs some. There always has to be a person holding the note uh-huh. while he's up tuning it and, uh-huh. and getting it yeah. just right. And so I did that quite a while uh, until we had children. Sometimes we would take them with us. And <laughs> and some, That's an easy job for and, a child. Yes, it is. And then when they were in high school, they could go with him sometimes. Huh. And they remember doing that, uh, holding notes for their dad. Yes. A very unique memory to have. With. Yes, right, right. Yeah, they remember. I remember we would go and hear program at churches and we'd take them with us. <laughs> So this one is somewhat of a bigger question, and feel free to go into as much detail or as little detail as you're willing, but what would you say your biggest regret is? Regret? Mm -hmm. I can't think of any regrets. I really can't. We've always uh, been a close family. Um, I guess the only thing I could say is that my dad passed away uh, because of working in the ditches. He would dig ditches and things, and he also was the driver, but uh, he loved to help neighbors and things like that. But he, uh, and even building on additions on our house, but he uh, got a disease that infected his uh, breathing. And uh, so he had to go on disability, uh, although he had been working there 20 years, but he had to go on disability. And uh, and that was a special time for my mom and dad because they went on a lot of vacations with other friends that liked to go camping and things like that. And uh, she would still work on the side. So. But uh, I guess I, I wish that he wouldn't have died so soon. When Where does his death kind of line up within your story? Well, was that we were, after you had your kids? or Yes, that? because I re- he loved being around the grandkids. And I remember he even took me to the doctor a few times because my husband was having to work. And then he, my dad would, I remember him coming and taking me to the doctor when, with the first baby okay. during the the first baby and I couldn't be driving yet and stuff so he would he would take me and do things like that yeah. he, he loved the granddaughters but uh, I think they were in junior high he liked to uh, take them places or uh, pick them up from school and things like that yeah spoil them yeah <laughs> he was kind of a quiet person in a way but but he was lots of fun too my mom loved to they loved to have a lot of people over um, and I think that's one thing I learned from her and him is uh, having people in your home like, just for lunch on Sundays, things like that. Uh, and, and we have been able to do that a lot we, uh, over the years. We've had people over a lot for different things just to get to know them and have friends. Yeah, hospitality's a big thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Is there anything 
else that you want to say? My husband was very good. About, I, I wouldn't even think of it, but he'd say, you know, I think next weekend we ought to go to Disneyland <laughs> or, you know, somewhere else. Oh, spontaneous LA. memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, my mom loved for us to come over and have dinner and, or go to the beach. She loved the beach. And so we would take the kids a lot because San Diego is such a wonderful area to live. You can do that in the yeah. winter or in the summer or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> all spontaneous memories are really. One of the things we always did was to go to uh, the beach or down by the ocean after uh, after Christmas. It was just something fun to do. And yeah. was, the weather was still good. I mean, like might that. as well. Most of the other <laughs> rest of the countries and yeah, snow. snowing and all all those all those uh, wintry things. <laughs> yeah. So then, thank you to everyone for listening to the first episode of Seniority. Um, we'll be back with the next episode within the next couple of weeks. And within that time, feel free to rate or review the podcast on iTunes or follow on Instagram. It's at seniority.fm. It's also going to be linked in the show notes. And until next time. <laughs>